HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Rio de Paras in Michoacan is a community with an abundance of mescaleros, but not an abundance of public spaces. The small town square can't accommodate everyone there when they host religious fiestas or large family gatherings. For that, they have to rent space in one of the next towns over. That costs them money and leaves them at the mercy of someone else's calendar. But before summer is out, that problem will be solved. Through a grant from 818 Tequila... Sacred is funding the building of a Plaza del Comunidad, a community plaza, in Rio de Paras. This paved and covered space will host the town's fiestas and celebrations and will be set up for basketball and soccer as well. It'll serve as a central meeting place. It will be a sort of heart for Rio de Paras. Sacred is humbled and proud to be able to help Rio de Paras with this community plaza, and it's all made possible by a grant from 818 Tequila. To learn more about this and the other projects 818 Tequila is funding, please visit us at sacred.mx. That's sacred.mx. The earth is home to all of us, and we're honored to have been selected by 818 Tequila as their partner in making it a more welcoming home. I am Lou Bank. I am Chapri One. And this is Agave Road Trip, the critically acclaimed award-winning podcast that helps Green Kicks bartenders better understand agave, agave spirits, and rural Mexico. And today, Lou, we're doing a follow-up on two things that I thought I was never going to talk about again. <laughs> <laughs> and what are those things, young Java? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry, surprised. Añejo Chava. I'm sorry, yeah. Cristalino Chava. Hey, hey. Everything but Cristalino. Not, not that I have anything about Cristalino, but I'm not. I do not identify as a Cristalino. Okay, um, Well, I... Where do, where do we start with this? So we did an episode when I uh, talk about the different strategies that I implemented after having the episode with Ryan Acock, and he explained me the extent in which alcohol was... 
possibly hindering my future. This this isn't even a sequel. This is like the part three then, right? We had the episode with, with Ryan where yes. we talked about the damage to your brain. Then we had the episode where we talked about your feelings, Java. We talked, yeah. right? Yeah, it, like, that it, sounds a little bit too too intense, but yeah. Tra- we, we Java's incredible about... shrinking brain. Yeah, correct. And in and... that episode, in that episode, I had suggested that that rather than uh, just adding a ton of water to every one of your your mezcales, that instead um, maybe you spit. Yes, and at. That time, I told you that I uh, that I thought that that could possibly be wasteful, disrespectful, and maybe I used another some other adjectives that I now regret. And but <laughs> but I have a grand excuse why my mind has changed. And last week, uh, that being, uh, we are right now in April. No, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're early in... April right now. Yeah. Okay, correct. So twenty twenty two. Go ahead. Thank you very much, Lou. I am terrible with calendars. So um, (laughs) at the end of March, I was invited as a judge to the International Spirits Competition hosted by the ADI, the American Distillation Distilling Institute. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I never thought someone will do for me, that they will invite me as a judge of anything. I like. That that strikes me as funny. You never imagine somebody would invite you to judge things. I mean, you, this is what you do, right? You, I mean, you, I mean, you do a lot of things. But one of the things that you do is you curate things from all sorts of different worlds of artists or artisans, and that's a whole nother episode, right? Um, so why wouldn't they? Well, I just, you know, like I think in the. In, in the different realms that I happen to work, I think mm-hmm. there's some that I feel a lot more comfortable in. Mm-hmm. And when you see things, it's you're seeing them, you're touching them, it's it's they're there. But when you talk about taste, that's such a crazy thing. Like because, sometimes because every huh? mouth is a mutant? Every mouth is a mutant, <laughs> and then your own mouth is a mutant too. And this has happened to you a thousand times where you try something today. And then you try it in six months and your perception of it changes drastically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's true. So anyway, like I really thought that was like godlike skills. Like I I thought that was like the ultimate capacity. uh, Like, I don't know. It just, I I really admired and, and, and thought that people that were able to do that were, yes, like superheroes. Like they had a superpower. Correct. <laughs> but at the same time, we had recorded an episode on Conscious, and we didn't have a lot of like extremely positive things to say about this. And I think in most people's imaginations, uh, the judge is not necessarily the most pleasant human that you've ever met. Like I, I think a lot of people think of the like the spirits or the wine judge as uh, sort of a snob, or am I totally wrong? I, I, well, I, I, I honestly, I mean, it's been a long time since we recorded that episode. Though, honestly, if it had only been a week, I still wouldn't remember it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't remember us being that negative about the well, judges. Well, not negative, but we were not celebratory in any capacity. Um, so my recollection of the conclusion of that episode, and again, I haven't listened in a long time. Um, in fact, I never listened. I only recorded. But my <laughs> recollection is that our conclusion was awards can be really useful, at least my conclusion, was that awards can be really, really useful um, for the uninitiated and the general public. 
right? Like there was definitely a quote from Monique Houston in there um, where she pointed out, and I thought this was so brilliant, where she had pointed out that um, you're not going to get these tiny little batches, the things that we find so beautiful on our trips. You're never going to get those in these um, uh, competitions because there's only like 60 liters and each bottle is, I don't know, 150, 200 bucks. And as a consequence, they don't, they don't, they don't need, they don't, there's like, there's not that many bottles. They don't need an award to sell it. It's going to sell out to the geeks. Well, yeah, but I have to, and maybe I'm exaggerating and I like, I'm not, I mean, I, I tend to do hyperballs, so it's, it's on brand with me. Hyperballs. You're no longer cotton balls. You're going to be hyperballs now. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, like, hyperbole, I don't know. My pronunciation, pronunciation might be very off. Hyperbole. It's okay. Yeah. It's but, okay. Yeah. but these experience of four days probably has there's a good chance that it has changed my life and and when i say that is the experts and the people that i met in that competition was it, it was insanity just the level of expertise of knowledge of 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 amazing personalities collected in one small place talking about beautiful and some not that beautiful spirits. I mean, we had 10 minute discussions about flavored raspberry flavored vodka in the same way that we have 10 minute conversations about Sotol and Bacanora and and I don't know, it was it was it was tremendously fascinating. It feels to me like we need to break this into two pieces, Chava. I okay. think in order for us to to chew this and swallow it completely, we need to break this into two pieces. And I want to start with the piece that I think is most important. Okay. That you're spinning now. Well, yes, that is. Uh, so if uh, I, I think we all have seen at least in a movie, TV show or something, uh, a judging competition of alcohol. And what we tend to see is people don't drink the alcohol. They spit it because you are judging maybe 60, 80 spirits a day. And if you were to drink that amount of alcohol, you'll be not in the same position to judge if uh, a flavor <laughs> profile was fortunate or not. You'll you'll end up being judged, in fact. And correct. And, and so what we had talked about in that the, the Gachava's incredible shrinking brain episode was okay, so what is your strategy, Chava? You go into a bar, you get all excited because they've got all these different yeah, agave yeah, spirits yeah, you've yeah, never yeah. tried. They give you two ounce pours of each one. Um, so what is your what's your strategy? Yeah, and I, had, and I had suggested to add water. I had suggested to probably just drink a tiny little bit. Uh, I could also suggest mm. to give. You did not suggest just drinking a tiny little bit. <laughs> that was not what. That was one of my suggestions to you. Like, oh no, no, they're gonna pour you two ounces. You can't let it go to waste. That well, was... well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I, said, I said things. I said things. You said no. I feel so comfortable spitting. Like it's, uh, I know, I know it feels, it sounds extremely weird, but uh, after spitting for four days, all sorts of beautiful <laughs> spirits, I'm like, and you know what? It really helps you to understand what you're trying because I mean, everything that we drink is so high ABB. Yeah. It's insane. Like that's the other thing that I, that I understand in this competition. What we drink in the Gabby spirits is absolute insanity. It's right. just like there's not a category that plays in that realm except for absinthe and, you know, so. 
But are what? you? I'm really curious. Are you saying though that you get a different experience from a spirit when it, it when it evacuates your body from your mouth than you do just with it coming in? Does well, it add there, something? There, there's actually a study about that that I read on this, uh, I mean, very famous book, uh, Proof the Science of Booze. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, they, there's a group of, of wine tasters that are statisticians, and they do try to prove that you have to drink something, like actually consume it, in order to have the full experience. Hmm. And I'm not going to say that, uh, that I don't believe it. that's true. But what happens when you're spinning is that you can take big gulps of the spirit two, three, four times and spitting them. And you can really, you know how you tell people like when they're trying to make the spirit go all around their mouths yeah. and just like, and then you allow a little bit more of air to go in. Maybe you leave it like you open your mouth. So that you are rarely able to do when you're actually sipping and consuming the thing because after four or five gulps, you are not, you're not in, in the same precision of senses that you were sure. when you were starting. Sure. So, the fact that you can take big gulps and just allow them to touch different parts of your mouth and like, again, like play a little bit with oxygen intake and things like that, it I believe it makes a difference. And also it just, you know, it puts you in the state of mind of paying a lot of attention. It Like for me, at least it's like if you were to, to put a switch up. Where like when I have my, you know, like I, I now have a spitting bowl in my house. I, I chose one. <laughs> it's, that it's, a, it's a beautiful ceramic spitting bowl made by an 80 year old woman who's been making spitting bowls for something like that. You're making jokes, but I mean, she's 60. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, so yeah, let, I mean, let me ask you this, right? Like as you're spitting. Okay. So uh, a one great benefit of this is now your alcohol consumption is lower, which uh, yeah. B is going to help uh, maintain the size of your brain. Um, C, you're getting this different experience, right? But you know, here's here's my 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 I think my last question on that particular piece of this episode is. Your mouth is one big mucous membrane, which suggests to me that Hmm. even if you're not swallowing the alcohol, you're ingesting it as a result of it being in your mouth. Did you get a buzz from all of this even as you were spitting? It's it's a tiny, tiny, tiny one. It's it's the the amount that you consume, it's almost negligible. In the competition, one day, I think the, I mean, I was saying 60, 80. I now realize that was way too much. Maybe we did in our most intense day, we maybe did like 30. Oh, so it's like a visit to Victor Ramos's place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without (laughs) having to stay there for the night. But, uh, (laughs) but I was, like, I did not feel drunk at all. I mean, you feel like Tiny, tiny, tiny bit tipsy, maybe before lunch. Yeah. You know, like, because you, that's why you do the break. Mm-hmm. But no, like, and, and yesterday I even did uh, for my, myself. And I realized, like, I have a lot, like, rather large collection of agave spirits. So I can do myself a lot of taste. I mean, I know nothing compared to yours. I know. Do you, do you want to show off, Lou? Do you want to tell the audience how many no, bottles okay. do you have? How many expressions? Move along, though? move along. Okay. So... I did myself a tasting last night, and it's a tasting that I will have never been able to do in my sane mind without having a, a significant buzz. And because, I mean, I tried 818, 
blanco. Okay. I tried CMI Arroqueño from 2014, bottled mm -hmm. by Maguey Melate. And I tried an Ixtero Amarillo ensemble with brocha from uh, Indio Alonso that we got in Zapotitlan de Vadillo. Oh, yeah. Right? Which yep. now, yeah. actually, after doing this, like this tasting and seeing like the crazy differences in flavors... And being able to speed and be have a really sharp mind within all of them, I, like I, I enjoyed it without end. Like it's it's really changing a lot the way that I get to evaluate, understand, appreciate the spirits. But I'm guessing that when we go and visit Victor Ramos, oh. and, and and he's got realistically like 18 things for us to try. You're not going to spit there, oh, are you? freaking course not. No, 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 no. Like, come on, Lou. There's a okay. reputation they need to take care of. No. Like, and that is the thing that I think I, I maintain that in visiting the producer. I will never spit in front of the producer unless that I, 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 I'm feeling bad, I'm taking medication or something like that. And in that case, I wouldn't even try stuff. Right. I will tell the right. producer, like, I'm sorry, like, I cannot try things. I will like smell it or something, put a little bit on my skin, but Top I will balls. never there to be spitting in front of a producer. Right on. Okay, so that's part A. Part B, mm. you have a different view of of tasting, of spirits tastings uh, 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 categories. What are they called? Well, competitions. Like, like, yeah. competitions, correct. I mean, we are now in the 15 minute range uh, and there's a lot of that I want to say about that. You should we make, make this an, a separate episode? Yeah, I think we should make it a, a different episode, <laughs> but I think that, I don't know if some of these Oh, you know what? what? We're going to do, this is a double album. This will be a double album. We'll release two episodes this week. In one week? Poor in one week, two episodes. Oh, come on, no, don't do that too. To I people. know, it's crazy. Okay, well, we can try So that, hang but... on! Wait, do you have a conclusion you want to make about spitting? Yeah, I think that also, and, and adding to this, yeah. I think a lot of the agave gigs, and I don't know how open uh, these competitions are to the public or how if it's, if it's possible to look at them on the internet or if they have live streams of some 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 type. I love that. Like I... You're on YouTube and you're just spitting all over the place. That's what I want. That's what I want to see. Yeah, well, you put a you put a napkin on front of your face. I'll teach you how to do this. There, there's a there's an etiquette to to the to the spitting part. All the jokes that are coming to mind, I am going oh, to put a Lou, pin in them. Okay, Lou, keep going. Lou, no, no, this I know, is, I know. On on the rating of this podcast, it says clean. So keep it that way. Whatever. Anyway. So uh, so I just think that you know. Just considering the tools that 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 some of these judges have and some of these competitions have established, and mm -hmm. what they told me is like this competition is probably one of the most technical ones in which uh, like the experts are, are rather uh, they they come from a production standpoint, from more of a yeah like like it's it's. Uh, I mean the discussions were awesome, and everybody knew so much about history what the hell and are about. You doing? What are you what? doing, Java? I know, I know, I'm expanding. This is the what other I, episode. Uh, yeah. Hey, well, what I'm trying to say is I think a lot of agave geeks could get so much out of this. And if you were Out to, of spitting. Well, not only of spitting, but also into trying to get into some of these competitions as judges and trying to at least, like, you know, th there's like, you can sort of volunteer in them and you're the guy serving, but you get to listen to all of the conversations. So I think it's a great scene in which can really inform uh, what we're doing in this category. 
Wow, we should talk about that in a separate episode. Coming yeah. to you uh, next. Yeah. So, adios, Java, adios. it was great talking to you about <laughs> spitting. And then let's drop a second episode. Adios. Hasta pronto. This has been Agave Road Trip, the podcast that helps gringo bartenders learn about agave spirits. Your hosts are Lubank and Chava Periban. Sound engineering by Roy Sierra. Theme song performed by Gabriel Oliveira and Mark Rico. Sign up to become a road tripper and listen to more episodes at agaveroadtrip.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know. And if you hated it, recommend it to your enemies. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Lou is in charge of our social media. So if he happens to sound like an old man, forgive him. He is one. Agave Road Trip is a production of 10 Angry Pitbulls, Inc. Agave Road Trip is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. Heritage Radio Network is food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. To subscribe to the Heritage Radio Network newsletter, enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with Heritage Radio Network on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find Heritage Radio Network at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. Heritage Radio Network couldn't do that without support from listeners like you. Become a part of the food world's most innovative community today. Subscribe to the shows you like. Tell your friends. And please join the Heritage Radio Network family by becoming a member. To become a member of the Heritage Radio Network, click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Heritage Radio Network can become addictive. Programming you here on Heritage Radio Network can drive you to eat, drink, and listen to more programming on Heritage Radio Network. If it drives you to drink, please do not drink and drive. Drink responsibly. Eat responsibly too. And listen to Heritage Radio Network responsibly. To listen to Heritage Radio Network responsibly, wear protective earbuds. While wearing protective earbuds, do not drive or walk. Sit in a comfortable chair. If that comfortable chair has a hard seat, please remember to get up and stretch every 30 minutes. If you get up and stretch every 30 minutes, do not stretch beyond your abilities. Stay within your defined stretching capacity and consult a doctor who specializes in stretching. If you do not have a doctor, listen to all the shows on the Heritage Radio Network. There has to be at least one doctor among the Heritage Radio Network podcast hosts. Thanks for listening. Agave Road Trip out.